Today's episode is sponsored by the Shave Bippy, a place where all the guys hang out like Frankie Coffee Cake, Jojo the Whale, and Jimmy Whispers. Even bikers are welcome. Stop by on Wednesday nights for some dice games in the basement. A place so enjoyable, now you can't leave. Use promo code MUSH for a free beer. We're also sponsored by the local city bus authority, who is now hiring. Come join the team and drive your own bus up and down 187th Street. It's a great way to earn. Driving the bus back and forth seven times allows you to have steak once a week. Just keep an eye out for neighborhood kids who try to catch a ride on the back. Now let's fire up those time circuits. Set it to 1993, because today we're traveling back in time to revisit a Bronx tale. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Santos, and as always, I'm joined by... Freddy Morales, what's going on? What was that? You're like... I know, I know, right? <laughs> Dude, I think my mouth, I'm just t- trying to get back to like normal because I had a huge show Friday, the biggest show of the year for us. Yeah, that was, was massive, bro. I saw all the, all the videos. So I want to thank everybody also from uh, our podcast, 88 Miles Per Hour, who likes Depeche Mode and has been following my band since the beginning of this show. And what a show it was Friday, bro. It was sold out standing alone. And I'm not just saying that because I want to say it, but it's pretty good. You know, yeah, man, that's fucking, <laughs> it's amazing. No, nah, it's okay. You could brag. This is, I, I can't make fun of you. No, no, it, no, it was amazing. You, you know, the uh, this is a concert that was supposed to happen in 2020, but due mm. to COVID and the pandemic, yeah, had to close. And uh, but people kept their tickets, and I'm so happy. Thank you so much for you guys holding on to your tickets. And then on top of that, the people, you know, other people didn't uh, get tickets, but they were happy that the OC fair was going to continue that we, they ended up going out and buying the other tickets. And so we sold all the seat tickets yeah. and then, then OC fair opened up the side panel of the, of the hangar. And uh, that also opened up more tickets, but stand alone. So it was packed. I've never seen it so packed. I mean, it was a sea of people and beautiful faces and, um, you know, it was just an amazing, amazing night. Does your after seeing? Because I know you're. Oh shit! Fucking my wife is right there, dude. Scared the shit out of me, dude. I thought I was, <laughs> dude. You scared me because, dude. You scared fucking me. You scared I, the shit out of me, bro. Yeah, but I saw you, and I thought it was an earthquake. <laughs> I, I thought it was an earthquake, and I was like, oh shit, there's an earthquake. <laughs> I swear to God, bro, he's fucking scared the shit out of me. Oh dude, my God. I'm talking over a corner of my eye. I see like a, a shadowy figure. And then I turn and she's right there just standing there. And it fucking scared me, bro, because the light, Man. she's it, it back. It's like a backlight. So, right. It, I get it, it. Her whole front's dark. I can't. And it just fucking scared me, stupid monkey. What'd you do that for? <laughs> just wait. 
You just wait. I'm gonna try to scare you. Oh Why? man, it's you just on. Wait, because once I came out when when I came out of the bathroom, right, and it was nighttime, and she was hiding in the corner, and literally as I walked by, she just yelled "pooping" and fucking scared the shit out of me. Oh, and, and then from there, anytime I would try to scare, she's like, "He's like, why?" He's like, "No." It's like I didn't scare you. I'm like, "Yeah, you did. You yelled pooping. You're trying to scare me." It's like, "No, I don't do that." And right now, she literally was purposely trying to scare me. So I'm going to try to scare her at some God. point in That's which awesome. I always scare her by accident. Every time I walk in the fucking kitchen and she's washing dishes, she knows I'm home. But I, and she right away, look, <gasps> she gets all scared. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm living. I'm here with you. You know, I'm here. Why oh would you God. get scared? But I don't know that fucking truly. I, I want to see the video. <laughs> that was hilarious. No. And then I saw you and then like everything jerked like the camera. So I thought it was an earthquake. Like, <laughs> I, th I thought you were going to say, oh, dude, earthquake. And then I was going to feel it in my end because that's yeah. what happens. Oh, man. Well, anyway, see, that was entertainment. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like I know for the <laughs> listening audience, you're probably like, what the fuck? ¿Qué está pasando allá estos locos? Hey, mira lo que... Estos marihuanos. Oh, man. That's why I usually do this with my earpiece so I can hear. Right, but because no. I did this, I fucking I, muted I told, myself out. I totally get it. Like at nighttime, because I work at night. I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like a vampire. So everything's, everything's, you know, quiet. There's no noise, no street. So sometimes I can freak out because I feel like there's someone behind me and it's like, oh, you know, you turn around and it's like, no, but it's all, it's all imaginary in your mind. Yeah. I don't even, I was going to ask you, I don't even remember what the fuck I was going to ask you. But... You were going to ask me, we're going back to the OC fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Cause you mentioned, you're like, man, I'm tired. I'm still trying to rest up and shit. How, I don't know if it really affects you, but cause you're fucking singing is your like jaw hurting or you're like fucking your throat. Like, how no. are you at the end? No, no. Well, well, the good thing is I've always wondered about that with artists who perform a whole concert. How is their throat after the fact? Well, it's like an athlete. You know, you train for it. We train for mm. a, a concert. We train for a show. I train myself and I've been, I, you know, the first show from this year was on my birthday, April yeah. 30th. So that was the first show out in public outdoors not indoors but it was outdoors so i've done i did four outdoor concerts starting in yeah. april so i and believe me those four kick my ass like i trained for those but it really see the body like i i didn't have any gigs for a year so i was like sitting down and yeah i, I mean i didn't exercise that normally so my adrenaline and the way i was already used to just dropped out of yeah. nowhere so it took me a while to get back you know, to the physical, because it's a physical. Uh, I mean, well, fuck, you're, you're dancing, you're spinning around. It's like. Yeah, and I, you know, I never want to cut short for the audience, man. I never, I don't like just, ah, I'm tired. No, I got to feel 100%, 200% to do a show. Yeah. And, and that's why I, I, I take care of myself because, you know, they don't want to see a lazy ass Dave gone out there. Ah, he didn't do the spin. How many spin? Only did three spins. You know, it's like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. Lazy over there, only one spin. Oh, you know, you one and a half. You need to do one and a half spin. Because you know, people will post that shit like, ah, no, this is the gone. He oh, doesn't course, do the spin. Bro. Of course. Like, hey, Freddie, you did 12. I know. But you last time you did 15. What the hell? 
<laughs> they counting? will. Uh, someone will do that. Oh, nah, believe me. Hey, yeah, they will. If they, they only did 12, man, you know, um, fucking no, last time 30. <laughs> it's funny that something, hey, you weren't wearing the other shoes. What shoes? Oh, man, you can really pay attention to my shoes. Yeah, I like the other shoes better. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> do they ever get like, uh, mira los pants. They're not the right shade of white. <laughs> no, luckily, luckily, no, I haven't had that. I haven't Imagine, had that. Food, no, but you know what? Like, I dress, you know, I kind of dress similar to Dave, but it's still like my style, a little touch. Okay. Yeah. So, Dave, you can't get this. I mean, I love your style. I mean, I mean, style. Mira, mira, muy chingón el style. I'm 50 years old, man. I got my own fucking style now. I no, can, yeah, I you can do. say that now. I couldn't like say this, that if I was 20, 30. This guy now. is rocking right now. You can't see audience members, but this guy is rocking this fucking badass spare faucet shirt. And it's sleeveless. And this guy's just fucking rocking and he looks cool. Because I can't rock that style. Everybody has their own style. But for him, he fits it, man. When you see him out and about in the streets, he ain't no, oh, I'm dressing like Dave. Like, once he's off the stage, what you see is Freddie. That's him, man. That's his style. You know? And every, yeah. and every now and again, like. He's always sleeveless. That that's Freddie's style. You a lot what? of times your shirts are sleeveless. You know, by the way, this this my fair faucet. I found her. This shirt, bro. This one, the famous one, the poster where she's like smiling, a big Colgate smile, and she's yeah. Wearing, you know, my mom bought me a shirt <laughs> at the swap meet. Oh, really? Okay. And as my a mom kid like, or what? Yeah, as a kid, and I wore that shirt at an elementary school. I was what? <laughs> my Fuck, god dude I was that in, must have been badass first, like at that first time. second grade i think i don't know but i was wearing a farrah fawcett this shirt and they didn't say shit back in school <laughs> she was so popular that they probably didn't yeah, care like, huh you know now that you can't wear that you know it's too sexy you know it's like yeah but i didn't know too sexy it's funny bro but you know i don't know how school is today but you know back yeah. in the day you you know, they didn't give a shit if you wore a fair Foster shirt in your first no. grade. <laughs> <laughs> going, I just like um, going back to the OC fair, bro. I had so many emotions that night because, uh, um, it looked, and then, yeah, and we had little technical difficulties, which was the first time. Oh no! Uh, what uh, we had a uh, Mac malfunction in <gasps> the middle of stripped. So people were like, "What happened?" It the it, you know the the computers just shut off. It fucking shut off. Like and you know you spent three thousand dollars for these fucking Mac computers, and then they shut off automatic. I went. The screen was fucking dead, bro. So luckily we have game plan number two. So those of you who were at the show are probably wondering, oh now this is what's happening. <laughs> so imagine, dude, I'm like performing in front of a sold out, and then that happens. And then but what what went off? Like the visuals or bro everything, bro. Just everything was running. So even the, the music. Computer. Yeah, everything, bro. And oh, then, shit. And all you heard was the guys playing live. They're like, oh, ah, they do play live. Yes, we do play live. So oh, the track, funny. yeah. So and then, so and then I went back there. The computer was dead. So and then I told Brian, bro, sing your Martin song now. He said, okay, I'll, let me fix, let me get, let me get computer Mac number two going and firing up. Let's see how long it takes me. Go ahead. And then he went, did his thing. And then he went on and sang a Martin song it's sooner than what it was on the set list. But I yeah, said, yeah, do it. So and then I was, dude, and then I went, I went on the side of the stage and I was like fucking firing up the second Mac. Come on, bitch. You know, boom, 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 dun, 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 dun. And then I had to load up the show sequence again. And then from that, so then I was like, and then he was finishing up the song. And I said, dude, you got to sing another song. I need another four minutes. So he sang another Martin song. So by that time, I was able to fire it up again, 
and then we started. So I I lost two songs. So the two songs that yeah, what were you sang, supposed to perform? I was supposed to perform. Uh, oh my god, useless and it's no good. Ah, and also enjoy the silence. We we knocked that out. So I do I I had to choose enjoy or personal Jesus, and then never let me down. I said okay, I got to go with personal Jesus, never let me down, and but not tonight. And just can't get enough. So I, dude, it was crazy, bro. So all this is happening, bro, like in real time. And then I fired up. Brian finishes up his uh, yeah. he did a question of lust, which is beautiful because everybody took their lights out. It was. And what was the other one? Somebody. And no, and the other one was um. God, what was the other one he sang? Home. No, another Martin song from the earlier days. God, I don't even know, bro, because I was so concentrated on getting the Mac. Uh, I'm just realizing what he's saying because oh, okay. as soon as the computer was on, <laughs> yeah. we started, and they're like, and then everybody was so like just very patient. Um, it made my life easier, like to control the situation on stage. So you know, things happen like that. It also happens to Depeche Mode. I mean, they had to do. I remember, I remember that they were doing Barrel of a Gun. And then like drop down like three times until Dave said, no, forget it. Next song. <laughs> or, <laughs> I, or, no, or I think the third time was a charm and they were able to finish the song. See, what happens is, you know, we tour and these Mac, Mac computers. I mean, they're, they're, they're computers sometimes. They should just, just, just fucking can give out, bro. Yeah. So luckily in game plan and, and people who are touring and always have a computer number two game plan number, you know, because that dude, if I wouldn't have had that second computer. Yeah. The computer wasn't turning on. It turned on the next day. So it's obviously a power. People are going, hey, I thought this was about movies. You guys are talking <laughs> about computers? I'm out of here. Computers and music. I know what the fuck. People tune in like, oh, Bronx Tale, bro. They're gonna, this is going to be a good They're talking about it, yeah. But see, we're just talking about malfunctions. No, I saw, see, I'm talking about I saw the Bronx Tale on the Mac computer that broke down. That's what I was saying. There you go. <laughs> Anyway, that's what happened, and we were able to roll with the show, and we were yeah. able to finish it, and it was beautiful. And I just want to thank everybody for their support. And like you said, how do I keep my voice? It's just like I have a show Friday. We're playing at the Viper Room this Friday. That's bad. Then I'll be at the uh, Big Bear, the Cave, awesome venue. So if oh, you're out there, con los bears over there. Hey, the bears like to pesh mo, dude. They love it. <laughs> they come out. The deer, I like when the deers come out. They love it when Martin. When, <laughs> Song. <laughs> they're they're more for Martin, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we're here for Martin. Poo. You know? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know, bro. That's deer might do that. Like. Yeah, I want to the Martin. Poo. <laughs> At first, I thought you were doing like Winnie the Pooh or something like, Ooh. or more like Piglet. Like, uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. My, I'm still coming down from the high. That, that's writing. why he's only a singer and a host of a podcast, right? He doesn't exactly. do joke like uh, uh, impersonations, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't. I would ruin it. <laughs> I would ruin it. But well. But yeah, should uh, start the uh, program just in case. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Well, now I think it's time we yes. get into the hour at hand, as they say. Um, again, like I said, I didn't put a timer, so maybe I should put a timer now. Yes, but this movie, I'm gonna allow Freddie to start this part off because for the last few episodes, because of guests and stuff like that, uh, the selection has been me picking the films or the guests who picked the films. But I felt, you know what? Let Freddie pick him for, for, the, for the next two episodes. We have Freddie picking the movie. So this week, I'll hand it over to him. Well, thank you very much for that introduction. Yeah, so you asked me to pick two of my favorites. Well, favorites, because I have so many. Yeah. And I picked A Bronx Tale. 
which was an amazing movie that uh, was released back in 1993. Hell yeah. 1993 was a great freaking year. There was a a lot of things happening in 93. I was 23 years old. Nice. So I was going out uh, a lot to the movies and uh, and music concerts. And uh, by the way, Depeche Mode released Songs of Faith and Devotion. Fuck yeah. And they were touring. So fucking amazing year. And this movie came out on top of that. So I was like, God dang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 93 and, was a good year. Yeah. So I was very fortunate to be 23 when this came out. And it was a movie that uh, was directed by Robert De Niro, who also stars in the movie. And I just found that. that fun. I thought I knew that, but I guess I didn't. I didn't I probably brushed it off. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, compl- I completely forgot that he directed yeah. this movie. Yeah, so this is a, uh, a Bronx Tale by Chaz Palmin. I know I struggle with the last name too. Wait, wait, table. I gotta get it right here. Palminitri, Ma- Palminitri. Chaz Palminitri is it? Hijole, they're gonna butcher us, these people. I know. Right? Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> Moik made the movie made seventeen point three million. I hope that's correct. But uh, yeah, it made a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, great actors. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great actors here. <laughs> what yeah. are you laughing at? Are you laughing at my? Yeah, because you're like, yeah, it made a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, yeah, it made a lot of money, dude. Movies were making a shit lot of money, a lot of money <laughs> during that time. So this was one of them, and not only that, it was one of the uh, you know I love gangster movies. So it's on top of like uh, Goodfellas. I mean, come on, it's one of the top two gangster movies yeah well I mean, and, then, and then you got the godfather because you got to throw that in collection too well there i mean there's a lot of like these gangster mob movies and i mean we did one we recently did fucking goodfellas yeah. uh but this is but one they're of both those... different but those both different because this one's about someone a young boy who grew up in an italian neighborhood and of course during that time you know, there were uh, boys, there were clubs, there were, you know, hey, you know, we're, you know, we got our gangs here, you know, yeah. you know, classy gangsters with suits on, you know, and, and so, you know, this movie reminds me a lot of my father because Robert De Niro kind of, I think Robert De Niro has that father figure kind of look like he just like looks like everybody's father. My father looked like that. My father was very clean cut, very just classy looking dude. And yeah. he kind of like really, I mean, you know, uh, Robert De Niro plays the father of, of this young boy who is seeing what's happening and growing up in in the Bronx, seeing these gangsters, you know. So his father is a very loyal, faithful kind of straight guy. You know, hey, man, I'm I'm a, you know, hardworking man, you know, and kind of this movie just kind of sets the pace of like good, what's good and what's bad. You know, yeah. two choices. And this movie kind of just really, you know, for me being a young 23 year old, I was like, wow, it really kind of just. And you know what? It's a movie that you can watch over and over. And I haven't watched this. And it was very entertaining to rewatch it again and kind of bring back all those memories, especially my father. Like, I can tell you, I got teary eyed when I when I saw Robert De Niro, like teaching his son. I know we're like, but I'm just going to. Hey. We're just going to talk about it. And we're talking. Yeah. About yeah. It. We're fucking wherever we go, wherever we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're, so we're, we're not doing a plot from beginning to end. Exactly. That's not, we're, we're going not, back to our not, old ways of just where yeah, we we're not, we're not, go, we go. yeah, we're not fucking scripted and shit. You know, it's, Hey, you, what are you going to do in it? Hey, it's whatever I say, man. 
It's like, what happened to the beginning? Where's the middle part? No, we, we, we go we everywhere. Telling you. We, no, go but we, everywhere. Are, we are, we are telling the, you know, the beginning of the story. So this young boy, you know, kid is growing up and he, he sees a uh, gangster shoot uh, another guy. And that's where the movie kind of starts, where he sees something that he shouldn't have seen. But now he's a witness of a murder. There was a shooting in front of the building a little while ago, and we believe your son was there. Really? Well, he don't know nothing about that. Oh, we feel he does. There were people who saw him. Well, they're wrong. He don't know nothing. Listen, Mr. Nello, we could do things the nice way, or we could do things the hard way. All right? We can go down to headquarters. Okay, what way you do it? He don't know nothing. Daddy, I know everything. Kids, sometimes, you know, they make believe they see things. We didn't pick your name out of a hat. We know your son was down there, so come on, let's go. You know, and his father is a, you know, hardworking uh, bus driver. You know, he's, you know, paying rent. You know, he doesn't have, have a lot of, you know, he's just a worker, a normal man working. He's a working man. That's my dad, Lorenzo Anello. His bus route was 187th Street, and I used to love to ride the bus when I Yeah, he's a working man, you know, a loyal working man. And then you yeah. got, and then you got the gangster, which I'm going to have you introduce. Oh, it's the Chad, Sonny? Yes. Uh, Chad Pop. Call him in theory. I think yes. I just call him Sonny. There you said you just said it's Sonny. Just call him Sonny. Yeah, yeah Sonny, Sonny. So um <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's it's like it almost starts off like the you would think fucking Goodfellas. Well, remember right. in Goodfellas, we get young version Henry Hill. So Henry Hill's a, like a fucking kid, right? And he's like talking about oh, look at these gangsters. It's the same way because when you have the there's Calero or they call him C, his nickname C. The young version of him. <laughs> it's funny. Nobody knew how to. It's Cal Calogero. 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 Yeah, because it's Sicily. It's very Sicily. It's very Calogero. Yeah, because even that girl, Jane, she's even like, what kind of she's name? Like, what the fuck what is kind that? of name? Like, I'm going to call you C. Come on, baby. Let's go C. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Uh, Yeah, he, he's like so infatuated with that world. More so sunny. Like he's obsessed with Sonny and he's always like looking at him and shit. And yeah, like like Freddie mentioned, there's a fucking like an, a car accident that happens right in front of his stoop. And fucking he uh, Sonny shoots the guy who who crashed into the car and they take someone away. Well, but let's let's kind of like go back because why he's not going to go and shoot the guy. The guy came out and then he brought a bat and then he started slamming the bat on the other guys like I actually hit him. And that guy. Was what an actor? Well, it, I mean, oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, we don't who gives a ah, fucking ah. case? They say it was it was Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah. Joe, because that see, I know we're gonna fucking like we're literally talking to the end now. But what you find out is at the end of Sonny's funeral, the Joe Pesci shows up, and uh Joe Pesci's character's named Carmine. He shows up and he's like, Hey, you don't remember me, right? And he's like, nah, and he points to his head that he has a scar. And he tells him he's the guy with the bat. And like when when he was a little kid, uh, fucking C questioned was what happened. Was it really a car crash? Like oh, was, was it was this over a parking a parking spot? Space. There you go. Yeah. And they everyone like never you know, answered. Yeah, and until Carmine says no. Can I ask you something? Sure. Did you shoot that man over a parking space? When you get old, you'll understand. I don't remember me, do you? Many years ago, in front of your house. You don't remember this? Yeah, the baseball bat. You were the guy that got hit with the baseball bat, right? Yeah, I remember. I was there. I saw the whole thing. 
I know, kid. Was that fight really over a parking space? No. And like, so it makes me wonder what caused the guy to just boom, ram in, crash it and start. I'm like, do you think he, he cheated with him on his wife or some shit? Like, you know like, what? You know what? I thought about that. It's funny because I always thought about those things. And it's funny because now we're talking about it and I can really dissect that. And watching this, like, yeah, I've always like, wow, now I can question, like, why would he crash and start this shit? Yeah. You know? But I mean, at this point, who cares? Did it happen? The guy <laughs> fucking, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. the guy, there's so much stuff in this movie that you pinpoint. And uh, Robert De Niro's just performance, that guy is just amazing in, these, in this. I mean, he makes me feel like I'm watching my father teaching me. Because, you know, what? growing up where I was, there were, there were dudes like that. There were dudes like that around my father, too. Yeah. My, my, my godfather was, I wouldn't say he was a gangster, but he knew. He had businesses, so he knew a shitload of people. So I would see these guys in suits, big Cadillacs coming around, you know, visiting my father. And my father once told me, you know, it's like, oh, you know, what do they do now? Oh, they're just business people. Like, but well, my dad, that, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, it's interesting how, you know, people make a living. And he suddenly chose to do this. Like, you know, he got questions. He goes, why do you choose this living, man? You know, it's like, well, you know, this, this is what I got. What else am I going to do? You know, I'd rather have people fear me than love me because love doesn't last. <laughs> you know, it's pretty sure. Yeah. It's fucking that. Well, it's. You know. That's the thing. Like, all right, so all right, let, let's talk about the relationship that C has with Sonny and his father. Where like what I what what I really love about more so Sonny, and it's like again, I'm I'm just jumping to the fucking end of the movie or the whole film, but you never see Sonny really be this scary mobster. Everybody around is just cool with him, and he'll he'll explain to C. We're like, you know, it's like, I'm really nice to my people, but I'm not too nice. And I give them enough so they still need me. Is it better to be loved or feared? That's a good question. It's nice to be both, but it's very difficult. But if I had my choice, I would rather be feared. Fear lasts longer than love. Friendships that are bought with money mean nothing. You see how it is around here. I make a joke. Everybody laughs. I know I'm funny, but I'm not that funny. Hmm. It's fear that keeps them loyal to me. But the trick is not to be hated. That's why I treat my men good, but not too good. I give them too much, then they don't need me. I give them just enough where they need me, but they don't hate me. Don't forget what I'm telling you. But you never see him be the typical mob guy you would see like in Goodfellas, Casino, Godfather, where they're going and, you know, whacking people and shit like that. Like, you never see that because you're more you're following C. You're seeing only what C sees from Sonny, you right. know? And anytime he interacts with Sonny, Sonny's always giving him advice like a father would give advice to his kid. And you know what? The good thing about this movie is like, yeah, you know, it's a gangster movie. But Sonny wasn't promoting gangster. He even told me, he goes, you know what? You go to school. Go to yeah. school. This life is not for you. This was chosen I mean, I mean, things happen. Sonny was like, this is what I had to do. And yeah, he's I'm, like, this is my life. Yeah. But don't make it yours. Don't make it yours, you know. And, and All these years, what have I been telling you? Yeah, I know. Stay in school. Get two educations. I know. That's right. Don't do what I do. This is my life, not yours. I do what I have to do. This is not for you. All right, I'm sorry. So he's, he's directing Sonny 
to, well, take care of himself in the hood so no one fucks around with well, him. Well, yeah, but also see, go out, yeah. yeah, but also go out and, 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 and be better. You know, exactly. Be, and he's basically like, look, I know what I'm doing. Don't do what I do. Like, I, I want you to be better. And he, he, like, watches out for him. So anytime he sees him going down the wrong path, he tells him, like, especially with his friends, he knows his friends are bummed. He says it at one point. These guys are either going to end up dead or in jail. Right. Like, these guys are losers. Don't They're jerks. They're jerk-offs, as he said. Right. Don't hang out with these guys. And he, he, he sees it, and he knows, and he wants better for him. And, you know, as a father, like, what for Robert De Niro's character, what is his name? Lorenzo, it bothers him because it, I'm I'm the one that's supposed to instill all this knowledge in my son. Right. And here he goes off with this other guy who's trying to act like he's a he's his father. You know, so it's almost like a stepfather, but it's not, you know, and that's what bothers him because it's like, dude, you that that's my son. Like, and because there's yeah. that one scene where he yeah. gives him the money. Yeah. Remember when they doing craps in which that's a funny fucking scene that I know when they're playing craps. And I, shit know, like I that. love that scene. They take everybody back to the because the, the the guy who's got bad luck, they put him in the bathroom. Yeah, hey, get mush. the fuck out of here. Yeah, mush, <laughs> I, fuck, I don't want your money. Get the hell out. Put him in the bathroom. And they put him in the bathroom. And yeah. then they got and then they got this other dude. The the Jojo face. the whale. <laughs> Jojo the whale, yeah, that guy. That yeah, big dude. Because he's like he's like, you know, like, hey, stop fucking your Bumping into me, yeah. you're breathing on me, and sweating on me. Get your ass in the bathroom. Like, Put him in the bathroom, and then the co- Frankie coffee cake, right? Who, who fucking looked like Edward James, almost like yeah, all like, the <laughs> yeah, all the the crater thing. And he's like, he's like, hey, hey, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. No, 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 you, 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 get out of here. I, yeah. I can't see your face, man. No, your face, what? For, yeah, I got money say, here, man. <laughs> first, they say, put a towel on his head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said yes because the movie's like, hey, that's embarrassing. That's he's like, you know, just put him in the bathroom and, right, they, right. and then throw him on the bathroom. And that seems cool because, like, wait, 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 I'm done, not Sonny. Anybody? Hey, I don't want your money touching my money. What's the matter? It's I don't want your it. money in the same way. My money's no good no more. Why? Why? Because you're a fucking jinx. That's why. Here, put him in a fucking bathroom. Get out of here. Get You, Jojo, stop fucking breathing on me. You're killing me over here. I'm on a fucking wind streak. Stop breathing on me, huh? Bobby, put him in the bedroom. Sonny, Eddie Moose is in there. He ain't gonna fit. I don't give a fuck. Put him in. Frankie Coffee Cake, no good. I don't want his face looking at that face when he's throwing my dice. No, no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy, get a towel from the bar. Put it over his head. You got a towel over there? Come on, Sonny. I don't want a towel over there. It's embarrassing. Put him in the fucking bedroom. Get him out of here. Come on. Wait a minute. Whoa, my money here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get over there. Like, he, little C makes him all this fucking money. Right. You know, he makes all this money and then he... He he holds it like fucking for like where like I think the mom finds it and here check it out. <clears throat> I did the the little research on this, so it says right here that the tips that he had he had six hundred dollars right. for that time frame. That's a lot of money. Nineteen sixty seven was Ooh. five thousand four hundred and four dollars. Wow. So that's what he had for that time right now. If you round, well, you know, yeah, yeah. And, but then there's that scene too. Where his father said, how in the hell is this kid having more money than his own father? Yeah, because that's where I was going to get to. When he yeah. goes yeah. to him and he's like, say, he's like, he, they, like, there's this one part where, yeah, where Sonny the- tries to like, hey, what the like, what the fuck? But he's, yeah. he steps up, look, look, I'm not afraid of you. But then he says, 
Like, look, I know what you are. I know what you do. We can't accept that. I didn't give it to you. I gave it to your son. He worked for me. That's right, my son. And I don't want my son involved in what goes on here. Involved in what? What are you talking about? Please, I'm not a stupid man, okay? Please, I'm not stupid. You know what I'm talking about. Just stay away from my son, okay? Hey, you stay right over here. See, why don't you go outside? I want to talk to your father. I'll speak to my own son. Claudio, wait outside. First of all, I respect you, Lorenzo. You're a stand-up guy. We're from the same neighborhood. But don't ever talk to me like that again. I tell you something to go to school, to go to college. You don't understand. It's not what you say. It's what he sees. It's the clothes. It's the cars. It's the money. It's everything. He tried to throw away his baseball cards the other day because he said Mickey Mantle will never pay my rent. <laughs> he said that to you? That's not funny. Not funny when your nine-year-old kid has a bigger bank account than you do. I offered you a job, but you said no to me. That's right, and I say no now. Just leave my son alone, please. Hey! Don't you see how I treat that kid? I treat that kid like he's my son. He ain't your son. He's my son. He's what? He's my son. Come hey, on. get the fuck out of here. I'm not afraid of you. Well, you should be. I know who you are, Sonny. I know what you're capable of, and I would never step out of line. You could ask anybody in this neighborhood who knows me, but this time you're wrong. You don't fool with a man's family. This is my son, not yours. What are you going to do, fight You me? stay away from my get son. Get out of here before I give you a fucking yeah. slap. You just stay you away from my son. Go ahead. I don't care who you are. You stay away from my son. Get out of here. You're crossing the line. And he did. As a father, I mean, Sonny is crossing because that's his father. That's his son. Exactly. And I think any father, like, I'm pretty sure you, I would step in to say, you know what? Fuck you, dude. You're not, I'm his father. Exactly. You, you know, know what? that? Yeah. Because it, remember, what does he say? Sonny tells C, C, go outside. And then he's like, I'll tell my kids. Right. C, go outside. Yeah. And that's why. And he tells them, like, you're, you're out of line because when they're leaving, the, the one of the guys, I forget which one of the guys, I think it was Jimmy Whispers. He tells him, You he's like, You want me to do something about it? You know, like basically oh, yeah, whack right. him. Right. You, know, you want me to take care of him? And Sonny goes, Nah, just leave him alone. And that See, it was that moment where they weren't gonna mess with him, you know. You want me to take care of him? Nah, leave him alone. And Sonny and my father never spoke to each other again. And I never listened to my father about staying away from him. The ball was too close and I would sneak away any chance I got. Eight years passed, and as I grew, Sonny grew in power. He became a boss, and I was his friend. Right, right, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's the bad part about choosing this type of lifestyle because now you have I feel I feel bad for the father. I mean the guy is a fucking the guy gets up like you said, I wake up in the fucking morning, drive a bus all fucking day to bring at least one steak, a good meal a week. You know what I'm saying? And then this kid's bringing 600 bucks. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just, it's tough for a father to see that, to say, God. And then that one point, too, as he gets older, he finally, you know, disrespects his dad because he thinks he's a badass. Now he's, you know, and he tells his father, you know, you're just a, what did he say? He tells him uh, something like, about, something about. Um, the, something, like, yeah, the, the working man is a. He's always like a, a uh, yeah, the stupid one, always working, you know, and, and, and you know, working for less. And I might not have any money, I might not have a Cadillac, but I don't have to look over my shoulder and I'm proud of what I do and I don't answer to anybody. My mother and father came to this country with nothing. And and with nothing. Hey, don't you dare disrespect your grandparents. Do you hear me? And you're wrong. They tried to give me a better life and that's what I'm trying to do. What better life? We don't even own a car. We ain't got money, we ain't got nothing. Don't take it out of me because you're a bus driver. The working man is a sucker. It could also, even the mom tried to even... She was like, well, what are you doing with that? I'm going to go take it. No, no, no. We well, might need think it. about it, fucking $5,000? $5, but see, that's that just showed. I know. But see, that just showed how loyal and kind of just clean 
and just pure this man was was and wanted to teach even his 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 wife but even the wife was like no man i need i, I need a new dress well because all right so l l like the one part we skipped over you were getting to it where when when c witnesses the murder oh, the yeah. cops come in which that's fucking weird because when he when they go get c once the shooting happens they rush upstairs the moment they get in the house the cops are already knocking like I think that you was too what? fast. That yeah, was, well, well, it's a movie edit thing kind of thing. I mean, yeah, they, they, they it, I just hey, so they're probably the editor was like, "Hey, how long does it take? It's gonna take 20, 30 minutes." Oh no, we need to cut it, bro. We're gonna cut it like really fast. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Let's really make the cops there." But and by the way, not... and, oh, and by the way, those cops, I'm like, "Hey, what do you got? You got a warrant? Come into my house. Hey, you don't just barge into my fucking house, you know? It's like those guys are just like, "Hey, we need to see you guys, you know? Here." Yeah. So like, he he doesn't. They want him to point out Sonny. He doesn't. And that's why Sonny feels good because going back to the wife, there's a part where they're in the bus and Sonny sees sees Lorenzo from the bus and he gives him like the what's up kind of like, hey, thanks type of. Right. All right, man, I see right. you like what you did is awesome. Right. And when they're in the bus, the one of his buddies, I think, you know, Johnny whispers or whatever, gets on the bus and tells him like, hey, you know, we got a job for you. Just get pick up these numbers. That's all we ask. We'll pay you one hundred and fifty dollars a week. That adds up to at that time would have been one thousand three hundred and fifty one dollars a week wow as of yeah, may of 2020 so last year that would have been like the inflation yeah. or based on inflation or whatever right, right. so because the wife even asks she's like may you know we that's a lot of money we could you know yeah. and and he's like no because the moment i do this like i get that would help us out a lot like i'm I, I, I drive a bus like I know we don't make a lot, but the moment I do this, that's it. You're in. And right. it, then it's one thing, then another and another. And then she's like, you know, yeah, you're right. And it's true because if he would have accepted that, that's it. There's there's no turning back because then they're going to ask him to do something else. Right. The yeah, moment he so, says no, yeah, that's it. Exactly. He's done. Once that's the thing. Once you enter that door, there's no turning back, man. Yeah. You know, it's like the this. The consequences are very, very high risk, and he, you know, it, it is. I, I, you got to give it for the father for sticking and say no. I don't care. I'll be driving. I don't give a fuck. I'm not getting get involved with these guys. No. And te teach my son, but obviously, you know, the kid ended up following Sonny and being like his hero. And yeah, he was a father figure, and Sonny was good because I think Sonny saw like his his son. You know, see as a son, but also wanted to kind of do good because he didn't went go the right path. So I guess in, in seeing C, he kind of wanted to kind of like, well, I'm gonna do this for this kid. Well, here here's an example. So there's this guy that he constantly sees out in the street right. who owes him twenty bucks, right? I, yeah. He always he owes him twenty bucks, and he always saying, "He's like, oh, my grandma's sick or some BS." Yeah, right? oh, I, I forgot her dentures fell. I gotta go get them. They cost me twenty bucks. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> Uh, you know, so he's always blowing him off. And at one point, C and two of his buddies are standing outside. And he's like, C, come here, come here. And they're like, this crazy guy. He's like, he owes me 20 bucks. Those two guys are saying, whack him in the head with the bat. Like, you know, fucking whack him. Like those, yeah. the, the, yeah. Sonny is like, he's like, what are you guys doing? You guys are fucking hoodlums. Like he calls them out to be like, the fuck is wrong with you guys? Right, Don't right. teach him that. And then they do the walk. And he tells them like, what have I said? Like, you know. Fucking dead when I catch you, you piece of shit! See, come here! What's the matter with this kid? Get over here! Fucking... 
crazy, this kid. Ah, the kid wants his fucking money. What do you want to do? I got to talk to you. <laughs> you got to stop babying him. <laughs> he owes me money. Get him with a fucking bag. I come all over the fucking block. What are you kidding me? Is that the advice you give the kid? Is that the advice you fucking hoodlums? Stop, babe. Come on. It's cool. I'll treat him like a hoodlum. Don't listen to these hoodlums. I'm gonna go to Gino's. I'll be right back. All right. What's the matter? This guy Louis dumps over here. You know, he owes me $20. It's been two weeks now. And every time he sees me, he keeps dodging me. Yeah. He's becoming a real pain in the ass. I mean, should I crack him on or what? What's the matter with you? What have I been telling you? Sometimes hurting somebody ain't the answer. First of all, is he a good friend of yours? Nah, I don't even like him. You don't even like him? Well, there's your answer right there. Look at it this way. It costs you $20 to get rid of him. Right? He's never gonna bother you again. He's never gonna ask you for money again. He's out of your life for $20. You got off cheap. Forget it. You're always right. You're always right. You paid $20 to get this guy out of your life. Yeah, basically. You know what? <laughs> Since I've heard that, I've always used that. And I'm... <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this guy wanted me. Ah, fucking, you know, it cost me 50 bucks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, you pay $50 to get him out of your life. And see, he's teaching them this whole thing about like, right. there's no need for this. There's no need for don't, violence. Yeah, don't don't be like these guys. Because he could have easily been like, ah, let's go get him and fucking whack him. Well, but bro, look, well, bro, if you look at the old school gangsters, they weren't about violence. They were about like, don't fuck with us. Yeah, all right. But yeah. once, you, once the violence started, they want to, you know, of course, you know, hey, you got to start shit. Well, you got to start shit and end it. Someone's gonna end it. So, yeah. but most of these guys didn't want. They were just wanted to. Hey, let's do what we need to do. Hang out. Do what we need to do, and not get involved. But and then you have idiots like C's friends who like to start shit. Yeah, you know? they want to be all tough and shit. Yeah, you know about the territory. You know, and 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 then and of course we know C falls in love with someone. Yeah, it, that's where we get like this, like Romeo and Juliet situation, right? Because it's not because it's not just on his side, on there uh, over there on on her side, they they hate him too. But it's because they're all against each other. Like right. you know, but there's no respect. There was no respect. You know exactly. And, you but know. you know, and and it looked like the you know, they wanted to start shit. You know, seize boys because they were just bad boys and wanted to prove themselves. Which and you know what? It's funny because I grew up with guys like that too around being bad boys and no all of them they ended up either in jail got killed fucking or in jail yeah or, <laughs> or in jail or in jail what or else jail. or dead dead or in jail <laughs> dead or in jail or drugged out somewhere you know exactly because I mean, they want to be hard asses they 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 see the life around them that's why like right. if if sunny wasn't the way he was c could have probably went up that way too and i know it's very much a peer pressure situation because he would mention that, like he's like, "Oh, they would think I'm chicken or they're hard." And Sonny's always time, like, you know, he's basically saying, "Fuck these guys!" Like, exactly. who gives a shit? Like, what they yeah. think? Like, when he mentioned, like, for instance, he knows how his friends feel about you know blacks, and he finds this girl, this black girl, attractive because he met, he tells him when he's when he's in the car with Sonny, he's like, "Yeah, there's this girl I like." He's like, "But you know, she's a colored girl." He's like. He's like, all right, so you know, and he's like, but my friends, so he's like, who gives a shit what your friends think? Exactly. Fucking. You know what? Throughout the whole movie, Sonny, I mean, yeah, Sonny says nobody cares. Yeah. And you know what? It's true today. Nobody fucking cares, bro. Yeah. It's like I get like in like when you were in elementary or whatever, junior high, high school, like you would be embarrassed. It's like say you like the girl or whatever, like, and you knew like, oh, you know, I don't want to pursue that because. 
my yeah. friends are just gonna make fun of me or say something stupid like of course like that's what c was living in that in that world like he didn't want to but he told him like who gives a shit and because of what sunny said he decided to like yeah i'm gonna pursue her and then he does he tells her about the test or like the the famous yeah, test that I've actually used it a lot, bro. <laughs> Same I here. use that. You too? <laughs> well, That's yeah, because we're, at, we were at an age where our car is still fucking locked. <laughs> right, right. Now, hey, now nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. Hey, is your door locked? I don't. I, now it's like fucking the power, motherfucker. It's like <laughs> you, got, you got an old car with still that you gotta lean over and unlock, bro. That's classic. Yeah, and then that you know, so we we <laughs> end up seeing that scene at one point, but it's just like. Like it's it's it, it's it's crazy when it comes to like like Sunny. I still, still open the I still open the door for. Oh yeah, no, you know because you could still do one half of that. It's the second half where like it's kind of like your girl can't lean over and try to open the car door because there's nothing to fucking lift up anymore. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> unless know? unless she knows she's. I'm just gonna do it over. You know, I'm gonna lean over just for him to think if she's. You know. And you're yeah, like, God, damn, she unless she knows the movie, <laughs> right? Unless she knows the movie, and you're like, God damn, yeah. I scored big time with this one. I don't even have, I don't even, I don't even know how to lock the door. Yeah, <laughs> but my door is always open. <laughs> you borrow my car, and then you give it the test. What the Mario test? Mario, Mario's a fucking psycho. What do you listen to this kid for? You give him my test. You give it a door test. What's the door test? All right, listen to me. You pull her right where she is, right? Before you get out of the car, you lock both doors. Then you get out of the car, you walk over to her. You bring her over to the car. You take out the key, put in the lock, open the door for her. Then you let her get in. Then you close the door for her. Then you walk around the back of the car and you look through the rear window. If she doesn't reach over, lift up that button for you so you can get in, dump her. Just like that? Listen to me, kid. If she doesn't reach over, lift up that button for you so you can get in. That means she's a selfish broad, and all you're seeing is the tip of the iceberg. You dump her, and you dump her fast. Yeah, what about all the beautiful things you just told me, though? Do what my heart tells me to do. It's all that matters. Find someone to pull into myself. I mean, hey, this could be one of the great ones. Bullshit, kid. The door test, that's what counts. You dump her, and you dump her fast. Dump her? Dump her. You know, and what, I was, what I was saying, I think, earlier about Sonny is that, like, I love, and they, they don't make you hate this guy. They make you actually fall for this guy. And I like that. Like I was, I was saying that how you're, you're only seeing what C <laughs> is exposed to. Right. You never see the dark side of Sunny. So the, so when he dies at the end, it's not you. You're not like, well, fuck that guy. He was terrible. You, you feel bad because you're like, oh, he seemed like he was a good guy because he was always good. That's not. I mean, to see. Well, you know, look, maybe Sunny. Yeah, he saw C saw Sunny as. A role model and being who Sonny was, you know, or yeah. Sonny is, and you, you know, I think us guys are like, yeah, we want to see a father figure, and sometimes, you know, but see, see, it's hard. He had a father, and then he had this guy who was looking. I mean, it, that was tough. There, that's tough love there too, because look at I, I, I that one part where he goes to see the boxing yes match, and then uh, his father, you know, he bought the tickets with his hard-earned bus money, 
and then he got the highest tickets and then the kids see goes man dad i you know these are new what did he say he said something and and his dad goes well this is you know oh yeah he says oh the nosebleed seats or something yeah shit. Like, yeah like he teases yeah. them about like really right. this is the best you could do type of thing right and then he goes i'm just kidding dad i would never say it to my dad i'll be like that's cool dad hey, I'm just, it's about you know and then he sees sunny down in the fucking right they're hugging the boxer you know and then he sees that's that's a moment like like wow that's a tough moment there you know where the father's just feeling like shit because he's like shit man i'm just trying to have a good time and then here's fucking sunny with his fucking front row and then he's got his boy coming up hey you want to go downstairs and uh, be next and he goes no 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 it's fine and then he looks at c and then uh, he's like no i'm fine i'll just stay here you know yeah you can come come down later if you want you know and i if i was the seats are always open yeah, if I were to see, I would say, you know what, things. I'm here with my dad having a good time. That's it. That's what I would have said if I was in that situation. Yeah, but well, he, we don't get that. <laughs> no, he was like he wanted to be down there with Sonny, and that was so fucked up for his dad. I mean, his but dad was hurt. It. Like how how do you make how do you think, how do you think yeah. that makes me feel? Oh, dude, that was that was a tough. That. that is a tough part. Nice sheets, now. I gotta be careful. I don't get a nosebleed. Hey, these are the best I can do. What do you want from me? Oh, Pop, I'm only kidding. I see. How you doing? Hello, Lorenzo. How's everything? How you doing? Listen, Sonny, we'd like you to come sit down at the ring. He's had a couple of seats for you. Why don't you just come down? Well, um, tell him thanks, but we'll do what we are. Tell him thanks anyway. Okay. Tell Sonny thanks anyway, but we'll go where we are. All right, we'll use him more than welcome. You know, we'd like you to come down. You know where the seats are. Anytime during the fight, okay? Okay, thanks. Dad, he's got seats for the both of us. He's trying to be our friend. I like my seat. I pay for my seat. You want to go down there, you go down there. Go ahead. I'll bring you over here. The first thing you want to do is go down with them. Well, then go with them. Do you want to sit here with you when you want to be with them? How do you think that makes me feel? Sorry if I hurt you, Dad. Yeah, so he said, I was like, oh, man. I would never do that to my father. I, I really enjoyed every minute with my father. So that moment was like, fuck, man. I was like, oof. Yeah, you know, and it does take me back to that time when I would, like, wanted to just call my friends and not be with my dad like i used to you know yeah and it took me back like no but and i always kind of like no i always made sure that my time with my father was my time and no one's going to take away that time see but when you're like what is he supposed to be he's 17 years old at that time right your 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 mind is somewhere else like you're you don't you don't appreciate that shit that's what i'm saying later on if later on these kids open their eyes and realize the value of having your parents around you know then that's too late sometimes too late it's like, like in in junior high and early high school, I was like, I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. I don't want to be around my parents. Like, burr, burr, burr. towards <laughs> the end, like when I was like senior or junior year, senior, and early twenties, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna. I mean, I mean, my mom I mean, like, I mean, want to go to the store? I'll go. Sure, I'll go. You know. <laughs> but before, uh, I would be all embarrassed. You know, and it's like you capture that scene right there with that. You're like, what the fuck. So, yeah, so there's this kind of, like, father fight of, like, no, I want to, you know, teach C. And then you have Sonny, like, that's why this this movie kind of teaches you about that world and how, you know, that can break apart a relationship with your your real father or or your real family. And in which way, like you said, Sonny in this movie, he's a gang. We got to remember, he's a gangster. He's killed people. Yeah, you know, but, but we, he also we has never a, see that. We, we never know see it. that yeah. as an audience. We know it, but we we just don't ever see it because if C doesn't see it, we don't see it. That's the right. thing. That's what 
that's what I love about this because we're only getting what C is seeing. Like that's right. that's why I keep saying that. Like we're never gonna see him murder the, the, except for the moment where he shoots you. He kills the guy in the beginning and the bar with the fucking bikers because he you happened know, to be in the bar. Yeah, I totally forgot how dramatic, how um, well dramatic that scene is. Like he just came out and just shot him. Like boom, boom, for God's sake! So imagine being a kid that young and seeing that. Yeah, I mean, right. And he's just and, like, what the fuck? And only that, Sonny was like, oh man, this kid, man, I gotta find out. You know, this kid's gonna open his mouth. You know, and it's gonna, I'm gonna have to slaughter his family. Him, you, you don't know that side of Sonny, you know? Exactly. Don't know. That's don't probably, know. That probably would have happened. You know, it's like we. He just fucking turned them in. They're going to retaliate. Come on. Come on, bro. If you're a witness of a murder, you're pretty much going to get murdered. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? He, he saw him. So it's like, that's the only way. So that's what it no, was. That not my that way. That's when you see a murder, close your eyes. And then they ask you, did you see something? No, I had my clothes. I was smoking dope and I closed right? my eyes. I only like, heard it. I only heard it. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I like that, that line because after when they're with the cops, and he doesn't. He's like, "Is this him?" He's like, "Nope." Like, what about him? Nope. You know. And then afterwards, he's like, "No." He's like, he, he, "I told you, my son." Though he's like, "Oh yeah, you said that." You're saying he's like, "Get out, go take a walk." And then when they're going, he's like, "I, I did good, right, Dad? I did good." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, he, "He's like, I didn't rat, I didn't rat." And he's like, "Yeah, you did a good thing for a bad man." Right. And he's yeah. like, and he mentions in the narration, like, "I didn't understand that." Right. But By it's the way, like that kid, an amazing. He reminds me of my cousin. He was just. He looks like him. My cousin. uh we call him Kiki. He looked exactly <laughs> like this boy. And then yeah. he's like, but what a good actor that kid being that, you know, very tough little Italian little boy. He's a, he's like a Cholo now, though, bro. <laughs> it, is it, he really? Yeah. He's like, I think he's Dominican or something like that. Like, because I was looking up what he what he is, like he's a mixture of. But yeah, when you see him now in like the roles he takes. He's flat out all cholo, shaved head, wow. got the maybe, gold teeth. Maybe the, like... cholo, the cholo acts are making more cash, right? Because <laughs> the first time okay. I saw him like that was this movie called Crank with Jason Statham. He comes out for a bit. I'm like, hey, that's the fucking kid from the fucking sh- the, the genie oh, movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. like, I don't know, dude. I don't know what happened. It's, but at Los cholos point... están en style. Los, tol- <laughs> los cholos están en style. He was in, yeah, Mr. Kazan. Stan... He was in that with Shaq. Bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, but yeah um but that was like a cool i like i always like that line he's like yeah you did a good thing for a bad man, bad man. that should be a shirt <laughs> right and right, it, it's true because it he's is. trying to teach like look give me an answer yeah. satisfied officer no i'm not satisfied you don't know we can't yeah help yeah you. i know your son doesn't know anything i know all about it you said no we can't help i'll tell you what take a walk go ahead go ahead take a walk Come on, go son, ahead. let's go we fooled him dad we really fooled him yeah we fooled him I didn't rat. No, you didn't rat. I did a good thing, right? Yeah, you did a good thing. You did a good thing for a bad man. I did a good thing for a bad man. I didn't understand that. Not at nine years old. All I knew was a rat was the lowest thing anyone could be in my neighborhood. And I didn't rat. I love that part. Sorry, before I forget, when he goes, because he was a boy, you know, he reminds me when I was a Catholic boy, he goes to confess every friday oh goes, yeah 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 he goes into confession and he's like father i'm sorry i haven't confessed you know blah 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 and he goes so tell me your, your your you know your sins and he said 
three of them. And then the one in the middle was the one he goes, yeah, I witnessed a murder. And then he said something else. And then the, the priest goes, wait, 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 uh, go back one. And, and yeah, he says, he says the third one. And then he goes, no, no, go back to the second one. And then he said, yeah, I went, I, I, I witnessed a murder. And he was like, Oh, wait, you got to so tell cool. me more about that. He goes, no, <laughs> yeah. I can't listen. He goes, you have an upper, you know, you have a higher uh, God to, to answer to. And I, I have some powerful people down here too. So and he was telling him that pretty much he can't tell them. Yeah, he's like, look, I get your God is powerful, but my right. guy down here is yeah. much more powerful than your guy. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Just go you're do right. some Hail Marys. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Even the priest knows like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. Or, you know, I don't even think God wants to get involved. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you know? Wow, bro. <laughs> like, that was they have, hilarious. Like, cool little scenes. Like, like, you know, it's just like fun. Like, I love when... um. What you would call it, fucking when C he first goes out, like like he see he's been watching this girl Jane, like he doesn't know her name, right. but like he sees her on the bus and he's like checking her out, like all that. Then he sees her at school. So he sees her by herself. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna try to go make a move. So he goes out there and in his mind he's like, Oh, maybe she has like a very exotic name, like Dominique or you know, whatever. And then he he's like, Oh yeah, my name's Jane. He's like, What really? That's it? He's like, he's like, right. Yeah, what'd you expect? And then the whole time, dude, she's like ballsy as fuck because she starts. I'm like, I like Italians. Yeah. You know what? Let me fix this half for you. Let's go to the movies. And the whole time, he's the guy that's just fucking stumbling. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll wait for you here till tomorrow. Like she's like, what the fuck? He's like, no. I mean, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll pick you up tomorrow. <laughs> pendejo. I'm gonna be here all day. Pendejo. <laughs> and I love that. How like he just becomes this bumbling idiot, you know, because he's he says it too. Like I'm, well, I'm no, no. well, I think look, when we see a girl we like, we all get bubbly. We we say pendejadas too. Like, you know, we yeah. like how are you? What the fuck would you say? I don't know. I just I like you. <laughs> and she didn't she didn't hold back at all, dude. Oh, she, she was like, No, she, she was straight up. She was like, I like it. Italians. I like Italian. I don't know how many times I heard her say I like Italians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she made, made, made sure wanna fucking want it. And then when she he walks her home. Right. And then they fucking they the the the, the guys outside the, that bar, you know, because they have their own little bar. The yeah, they, deuce is wild. And then right. they fucking throw her. Uh, uh, he's like, all right, fuck this shit. I'm mad. <laughs> but he didn't care. That's why I said it's very Romeo and Juliet, because yeah, here you got then, these two from different sides of the track, you could say, who like each other. But it's the people outside from their worlds that hate each other. And exactly. it's just like, it's a forbidden love, as they say. It's yeah. So and then they kick her brother's ass and he's kind of was involved, which he wasn't involved because he was trying to stop his, his, his stupid idiots friends to stop. And then oh, now yeah, there yeah. was, and then because they were going to go on a date and she came out and she says, let's go on a date. And she's like, no, fuck you. You know, you kick, you guys kicked my brother's ass. No, I wasn't there. And he tried to lie. And then his brother came out and you got, ah, that's you and blah, blah, blah. And then he said the N word which was, whoa, you know, well, that that's, very... that's the thing. Cause you, you, okay. Yeah. When they're, when they're fighting and then she like kind of confronts him. Yeah. He says out of anger, he fucking like calls her brother, the N word. Right. And right. you see her face like, what the fuck? Like really? Like, yeah. And he's yeah. like, see, I told you, I told you they're all the same. They're all and the they same. Leave. Right. But I wish we would have gotten something that resolved that moment. Like him trying to apologize or something, because, the next day she comes looking for him and and then that's when fucking she's like saying oh my brother told me the truth my brother told me everything and it just resolved everything 
like they were fine holding yeah, hands yeah. all but happy then away, but yeah exactly but then you should have said by the way we need to resolve this other situation yeah here. because you know? it's like it just ignored the fact that it's but like, you got to remember the time too it was made yeah no well of course you, you know, know like, but, like, like yeah the times were i mean look we're still dealing with it today man yeah and, you know all that issue so it's like every generation is going through this and it sucks but you see it in films and all that and in this situation that's what it was you know the, the territorial thing you know with these gangs and stuff because the way. only thing you get is you could tell he regrets saying it yeah but, and then, but the thing he you know that c was always protecting them to you know protecting you know his his view and say hey man what what you guys have to they're not doing anything what do you got to start like, shit yeah they're bothering you know? me he's like they're not bothering everybody you know? while they're bothering me like exactly their friends were the ones fucking hating exactly from the and, get -go, dude. And, and, you know and and there's people like that out there who start shit and then they're like that so look what happened and then what happened to them you know they were going to go out there and 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 be bad boys and uh throw these uh the molotov cocktails right and then uh, c went in there you know, he was like, fuck it. I guess I'm just going to go hang out. Let's go. So he got involved with them. And then they're driving to this place, getting ready to do this massive of, you know, throwing of that stuff. Well, and before then, before you oh, finish, the, the important part was the date. He was supposed to go do the date with her as he's waiting. That's right. why that happens. Right. The whole thing of like, you know, the, the fight and the brother, blah, blah, blah. When he goes back, he leaves the car with Sonny. And he's like, hey, so what happened to the day? He's like, nothing. Like, he's just upset because he basically, in his mind, he lost oh, his right. girl. Right. So then that's when they they come and they attack. Uh, Sun, I mean, uh, Sonny comes C. after C and he's like, right. what'd you, where'd you go? What'd you do to my car? Is there like basically no, no trust in him in which right before that moment, he got in a fight with his dad. And that's where that whole line is. It's like, you know, yeah, the working man is a fool. Or, right. or something yeah, like that. that I was part, trying yeah. to find the fucking line. I couldn't find it. Yeah, but and pretty much, pretty much the you know the sucker, the working man. Yeah, there you go. The, the working man is a sucker. Sucker. Yeah. That there you go. That's what it was. He said, oh, okay. "Yeah." He's like, "Sonny was right. The working man is a sucker." You know, and 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 that's when he was just like fucking mad, and and when he when he leaves, that's when Sonny approaches him and asks him, "Where'd you go?" And the dad was saying like, "He's like, Sonny doesn't trust anybody. Sonny's you know people fear him." They don't love him, blah blah blah, and right there, he, uh, his dad proved the point by when Sonny came, showed him right. he didn't trust him. Exactly. So yeah. that's why, out of that anger, that's when he goes with his buddies, and then what happens? Yeah. So then these guys are, are out going to go and do this, you know, massive throw of a maybe like Molotov. a drop. Almost like a drive-by too, but they yeah, don't pretty much. Back back then, you know, they have Molotovs. I guess they drive by Molotovs. Yeah, <laughs> back in the day. So <laughs> I think because look at maybe firearms weren't that available as today, you know. So anyways, they Molotov. Hey, ¿cuántos compras? Pues te hago cinco moletos. ¿Cuántos están? Están a diez por diez. Ten for ten. I don't know, man. Anyway, moving along. Um. So and then, so and then the car stops and it's sunny. And he reaches over, and then the the, the smart ass with the hat is like, "Hey, man!" I, and then fucking Sonny gets shut the fuck up, and then he just slams his head on the dashboard. Oh yeah, because he he's like, hey, right? Sonny, he's like, it's Sonny, right. get the hell out of here! You what the fucking moron! Bam! And then and then he opens the door and he takes C out, and then he takes him back, and then that's when they close. And then they go, they're like, "Fuck it, whatever," and they go and do their thing. And then what happens? They start throwing the Molotov. One of the Molotovs goes into the store. 
one of the guys in there grabs one the Molotov back and throws it back at them, and it lands in their car. And of course, they have the other Molotovs that are sitting in their lap. Yeah. Stupid idiots. What a bunch of idiots, too. You know, it's like, and then there's one guy smoking too where they have Molotovs. You know, it's that, like that was dumb, dude. What bunch of idiots, idiots bro. So, you but know, they're so trying maybe, to act all tough. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're stupid. Morons. They're just moron idiots. So, and then, yeah, of course, they fucking explode and boom, they all fucking got charred. You know, charcoal. Yeah. You know, it's like, because one of them is an idiot and fucking rolls it. He right. rolls it inside instead of throwing it. So one right. of them grabs it and fucking throws it in. Throws and it in. The, the only thing that bothered me about that scene in which it was fucking cool that you had these young actors on fire. Like it was them like in the car. Yeah. Like you could see them like the close. Well, yeah. You can see how but, scared they were too. They're like, oh, fuck, we're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I hated is they're where they have that gel, that fire retardant oh, yeah, gel. Bro, that, so it's kind of like. Yeah, but it, come on, bro. You got to give him credit. Shit. You know, try to get on fire. Let's see if you yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fucking, oh, yeah, hey, hey, I didn't like it. What, you, the glue in your forehead, you know, was shining in the camera. I didn't like it. It, it was like, like, yeah. It was, it's like, well, you know, I was on right. fire. All right, all right, all right yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I he's like, oh, it's too fake. And by <laughs> the way, they had, bu- they had budgets back then, too, you know. And, you know, it was, Plus, it was, you know, if they, if this was filmed today, that would have just been CG, bro. Uh, dude, to, to, you can buy an app for fucking fires now, bro. You yeah, <laughs> but back it. when, the guys were actually on. That's, I mean, all right, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Poor stunt guys. Yeah. You know, shit. Well, it's funny because in that before that happens, it we see the scene between Sonny and C, and Sonny just calls him out. Like you're like like n- instead of being the way he's been, he tells him, like, no, like you serious? Like you don't trust me? Like, like you think I would do that? Like he's like, come on, you don't Which even believe good. that Jane was real. Right, which was good because then that taught Son- Sonny that he needs to open his his heart to, to people like C. Because he's like, or, you don't or, trust or, anybody? Right, and he doesn't because of his lifestyle. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it's hard. You don't. But then it's hard to trust people. But look at the world we live in today. You can't even fucking trust anyone today. <laughs> like in that moment, you he stays quiet and he's like, it's on right. his face. So maybe right. it's that moment where he realizes like there is somebody here. That exactly. I truly can't trust. Because he even hey. tells him, like, what what if what if it were me? Like that thing yes. was in the car and yeah. I was driving it. It, it could have yeah. killed me, it could have killed Jane. Like exactly. he he mentions that shit, you know? Right, right. So it's, it's, don't you care? He's like, Don't you care? And he was like, Fuck, you know. Yeah. So so yeah, that was that moment too. See, that's what's cool about these moments, you guys. and for those who maybe we already spoiled it from when it's just like I said, it's not spoiling. It's 1993, bro. Yeah. Like, how many years ago was it? Exactly, that was a long time. But you know, it's a good movie for you guys to check it out. No, I mean, so it's, yeah, you got to check it, it out. It, it, it's those points of that movie where it kind of like it teaches you good and bad and how us humans should be. You know, and and it's still like that. It's just very extreme today in in our world. Everything's much more expensive. The gangsters are much more you know loaded with guns and shit. Now you know nobody respects each other anymore. You know, like back in the day. But see, back in the day, in those days, they were still classy. You know, I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, gangsters they are still gangsters. they still give you that mob feel to the film, even though right. we don't focus too much on the mob. You know, because you get the part where when he's when the little kid first sneaks into the bar. He starts giving telling you all the names, the nicknames yeah. of all these guys, right. you know, and it's cool because they give you kind of like the like what they do in in like other like Goodfellas when you're introduced, like oh here's Tommy two times and shit like right here's like oh Jimmy Whispers because this is where all the guys hung out. 
Tony Toupee was the owner of the bar name only. It was really Sonny's place. Tony was a frustrated singer and everybody hated his voice. So just for spite, he would never utter a spoken word. He would only sing it. They called him Tony Toupee because he wore the worst hairpiece in the world. Eddie Mush was a degenerate gambler. He was also the biggest loser in the whole world. They called him Mush because everything he touched turned to mush. Never mind Eddie, my love. I need a winner. He would go to the racetrack and the teller would give him his tickets already ripped up. I, I had the Yankees. They lost. for bad luck? I won't have no luck at all. Jojo the well. As they say, you didn't walk with Jojo, you walked among him. If you stayed at Jojo long enough, you'd see him get fatter by the hour. Legend has it, his shadow once killed a dog. They called him Frankie Coffee Cake because his face looked like a Drake's coffee cake. He was tough to look at. His name was Jimmy Whispers and he was Sonny's main man. They called him Whispers because everything was a secret to him. Danny Kale loved to knock guys out, and Bobby Barr spent half his life behind them. This was Sonny's crew, and nobody fought with these guys. All in all, this is one of those films like no matter how many times I've seen it, I could watch it again over and over because it's entertaining right. and it has like funny scenes and and serious scenes that like stand out. Like one of the main scenes is the bikers at the bar. Dude, I was just thinking about that right now, bro. And I was thinking we got to bring up about those bikers because yeah. go ahead. You, you started it. Go ahead. Well, well because these guys are always driving by and they're loud. In their Harleys, and then finally one day they they stop <laughs> and they go into the fucking a bar. They're in the bar, and and see happens to be with Sonny when they're when they go in the bar, and he's like, "What's going on here?" He's like, "Oh, we just want a beer," and he's like, "Oh, one beer." They give him a beer. He's like, "Thanks, man. That's all we want." And then what do they do? They fucking spray all over fucking the Tony Toupee. Yeah. yeah, all over him, and they're like, "Which was Fuck. fucking fucked up." You're like, "Dude, I just, dude, I just like." Just, yeah, I'm sure. It's all it's, nice, and you fuck yeah. it up. And it's toupee. You're not supposed to wet a toupee, right, dude? <laughs> but yeah, and the he, bikers, the bikers started shit, bro. So they no, need they to get did. Their ass, they need to get their ass whipped because that's what C says. He's like, these guys have been known for bra- for for oh, breaking yes. bars, like just yes. fucking up. And that's Only what they there. do. They're like, fuck it, we're gonna trash a bar. And then Sonny goes up to one of the guys, like, what do you want? He's like, they. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, why you know, why don't you? He's like, I think it's time you leave. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Man, go and check on so, our bikes. Go check on our bikes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Sonny walks away. So the way it plays off, imagine you're that biker. You're like, look at this fucking guy. He just leaves. Get out right. of here. Fuck yeah. this guy. Instead, he goes and closes the door. And locks it. Locks it. Turns yeah. around. And then says that. He's like, now you can't leave. And exactly. then that what C says, he's like, it was this moment where they, they realized they fucked with the wrong bar. And right. it's like panning all the barkers, these big tough guys who have fucked up other bars, who have messed with people, probably killed, hurt people, are now terrified because they knew, fuck, we fucked up. And then, yeah. boom, all the Door guys opens. come out. Oh, yeah, dude. They start getting start fucking, fucking people up. Bam, boom. Now you scared me. I will never forget the look on their faces. All eight of them. Their faces dropped. All their courage and strength was drained right from their bodies. They had a reputation for breaking up bars, but they knew that instant they made a fatal mistake. This time they walked into the wrong bar. My favorite is Jojo the whale, the big fat guy, because he gets them and crushes them on the. Oh yeah, I saw that. Presses his fat body on him. I was like, I feel feel sorry for the toupee guy, bro. The toupee guy is toupee yanked. Oh yeah, he got to yanked it off. 
And then C, C was like afraid, like, dude, you gotta go out there and punch some stuff. He was like in the stuck in the corner. I don't know if he was like well, he got punched at one point. Yeah, but dude, boy, get up, bro. Get up. You know, right? everybody else is fighting. He's like they, watching. Come on, man. They fucked up these guys. Even outside, oh, yeah. the fucking kids in the neighborhood just started oh, yeah, chasing dude. them. They're like, get him, get him. Okay. <laughs> they fucking started beating him. Well, well, they see, but they started shit. See? No, they did. They did. See, and that's that, they, here's another moment where Sonny. You're not seeing him just like randomly kill people. No, there's another moment where, like, as the audience, as the viewer, you're seeing that is in like, oh, I don't see Sonny as a bad guy because these guys deserve it. Oh, they're being assholes, you know. Exactly. I mean, they How almost killed you? them, but well, you never get <laughs> hey. a bad bone on Sonny. You never have any hatred oh towards God. him. No, the no. movie, and that that's that's like in the style of writing because Sonny, who, who was played by Chad Palantari, uh, Palantari, I don't. You know, you said, I think you said it right. Yeah. Yeah. He, this is his story. Right. This is his. He did, he was doing a one man show. So he would do a one man show and he, in, and the studios came to him and they're like, yeah, we want to make this fucking movie, you know, but he was like, okay, I, I want to act in it. Like, and I want to write the screenplay. And the studios are like, no, it's kind of what happened with fucking uh, Rocky, where they yeah. wanted to buy the script from Stallone. He's like, but I want to star in it. And they're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? Nah, nah, we just want the story. And right. he was like, no, I want to do it. He So he did it himself. He fucking directed the movie and he made all the money. So when he partnered up with Robert De Niro, they said, like, let's go in at 50-50. So he's like, all right, all I ask is I get to write the screenplay and I and I, I want to play Sonny. And Robert De Niro was like, yeah, I, I, let a, me direct it. And I'll what be a like, perfect, all right. What a perfect pair, bro. Yeah. And this movie was a fucking massive. It was like a huge shape because when you look back, it's like people always talk about this. Like, like I, bro, let me tell you how big this movie is. I can walk down on Melrose and there's a mural of the Bronx Tale around here. Like, there's stuff like that. Like, these gangsters today, they look, yeah. and there's also for Scarface. These movies, Goodfellas, all these gangsters today, these, you know, yeah, they are, they use, these are like, like they're heroes. So I see that, like, oh shit. Like, the other day I was walking down, I saw a mural of a, like, the Bronx Tale, like, but it was like, I don't know, just, but it was all, you know, about that kind of uh, art. But anyway, but as I'm saying, these these movies can live on. They don't make these movies like movies like this anymore. There is there is no space for them. Anymore. They've done. They've been done. They've been made. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Uh, so that's it, man. Even if you try to, dude, they've tried to do Carlito's way. Like they did a series. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> it's like I was like, this is so dumb. The series of Carlitos Way, The Sun. It's like, well, yeah. no sequels. I mean, some of those are hit and miss, bro. And, and plus, and, think about it. The time frame right now. Someone, yeah. If I if I were to do a movie about like, look, I'm I don't know how old Chaz was when he played Sunny, but let's just say I'm I'm about to be forty. All right, I'm gonna do a story about me when I was a kid, a little kid. It's gonna be set in the eighties. You know, exactly. it's like, yeah. and but you see that today, you see, yeah, you, and you that's see, why it's like, cool because that's like, why oh. we're not going to get shit like this. We're like right. back in the fucking. It no. takes place in like the no, they're the all dude, late sixties to the early seventies. Dude, most of those actors are dead. All of the young, the older ones that were in the movie, they're all dead. Oh well, I didn't mean it like that. I I just meant it the time frame, like, like <laughs> you know what been, I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, most, most you know a lot of them are dead. You know. It sucks because uh, I, I watched this movie. There were so many great actors that are no longer with us. I was like, man, that's sad. They're no longer, you know, it's like all those dudes, the, the gangster guys, you know, they're all gone. You know, it's like uh, I think his name's Lilo 
Barcato, like the one that played the the C, the the seventeen year old C, right? Yeah, like that guy. They brought He's him still... on because he looked like Robert De Niro. The thing right. was, the one thing I really remember about him. This is what like sometime in the two thousands when I used to when I would work at my old job, I would have the radio because I worked mornings. I would be listening to Howard Stern, and they started talking about the how. He 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 went to jail, I believe. Like he, there's yeah, a he was a bad boy. He, there was a bad. He went he went through some shit. I know he went through like drugs, and or he went through like he wanted to be a gangster too. I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm right or wrong, but I, he was in the bad road, so he got publicity over that. And I guess here I he goes. He was arrested on December 10th of 2005 in the Bronx for the murder of a police officer during a botched oh. bo- burglary. Oh he shit! Was at a home murder and off duty at the time of his death. Uh, he was charged with second degree murder and his trial was on November 17, 2008. On December 2008, the jury found him not guilty of murder, but felt him, found him guilty of first degree attempted burglary. In 2009, a judge sentenced him to 10 years in prison, but on 13, he was released on parole. And I remember in 05, when he was when he first was got arrested, they talked wow. about it. On on Howard Stern was talking about it. And See, he mentioned well, how like we're, we're Sunny, bro. We're Sunny, bro. Right. Sunny's gone. gone, and and that's why this guy went the wrong road. Well, it's like the reason why he got picked up is because he looked like a young Robert De Niro. Right. So they found someone who fit perfectly, like to play he this did. this guy, you know. And he, he that's what he would do. He would do impersonations of Robert De Niro. So <laughs> they brought him on, and they fucking they hired him, you know. And he had this career, but. You know, maybe, maybe I don't know. Like, ah, dude, Hollywood is dark, bro. It sucks. Everybody ends up here, and then you end up fucked up, and that, and somehow, you know, like, you know, something happens, man. You know, yeah, dark, it's Hollywood is fucked up, bro. If you if you watch, um, I forget what it was called, but like on Amazon Prime, when you want to watch fucking a Bronx Tale, it gives you an option for like other similar. And there's that documentary of it. Let's see if it comes up on this. Um, you know, I really, you know, I kind of just want to remember the movie as I really don't want to get too involved with this dude since he fucking. Well, it's <laughs> more know? about it's more about child actors. He he's the yeah. focal point on it, but it's more about child actors. He's, yeah, it sucks that child actors end up that way, man. Because but I, the, like I want to know, I, I'd watch it. No, no, I know, I know, but I kind of want to like like you know it's about the bronx tale about this not really his fucked up shit and he t- <laughs> i really don't you know because i'm looking, like I'm hey like, bro I'll, stay away all right stay away from that <laughs> leave shit. him alone if you want if you want to know stay about alone. his if you want to know about his fucked up life there's a documentary of his fucked up life <laughs> but so, right now, let's talk but right about now we're talking about c <laughs> and he Sonny. was a good boy he wasn't bad <laughs> right so fuck you, that guy yeah after the movie too bad <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> right. Fuck that guy. Yeah. It is. But all in all, this movie is a great film. If you've never seen it, check <laughs> Let me it say, out. Wait, by the way, it is a great film. It is. It truly is. Like, no, when you I, when you said A Bronx Tale, I was no, like, of course, of like course. I already knew. It's like, all right, we're going to get kind of serious because it's like, I because I, I feel like we're just going to share our love for this film because I've seen this movie so many times growing up. And it, I never get tired of it. And it's uh, so well done. I, I, I saw this with a lot of my father. And, you know, it was yeah. good to watch it with my dad. And then watching it over. Seriously, I got teary-eyed, bro. Because Robert yeah. De Niro just looked like my dad. And I was like, God, you know, it was like that moment. And he's just he's a like, typical working guy. Exactly. But that's how my dad was, man. You know, honest man, man. My dad, my father, God rest his soul, he's an honest man. So, 
you know, watch this film. It's great. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a good date movie in at home or a family. Or if you want to, you know, be around your kids. It, and say, it is. Yeah. It's, it, a, it's an know. entertaining movie. And also, too, yeah, you could say, like, there's no there's no really bad stuff in this, like, in the no. sense of there's, like, one person does get killed who gets shot, but you don't. Uh, oh, and Sunny. But it's not graphic and violence like you would see in any other no, like Goodfellas very- or whatever. Um, the language, uh, I don't remember if it has a lot of cursing, but it's not like where every word is fuck, 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 fuck this no, guy, not fuck, really. fuck, 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 fuck. There was yeah, they knew how to spread the f's. It's like maybe when the 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 guys, the friends, because the main guy, the who played Slick, who who Sonny fucking hates, like Slick is a jerk off. He plays young joe pesci and goodfellas that's right yeah so it's kind of yeah. cool like they, yeah. you know, they all connect joe pesci joe pesci was in this one too yeah, you know but I, all in all it's a, it's a good movie because it's like it leaves you wondering if you were in that situation like what would you do being the father knowing that there's this fucking mob boss and you really can't step up to him and truly fight him because you know you could probably get killed but at one point he does no, because, no, of course, of course he does. He goes, but then he gets his ass. Yeah, yeah, he, he gets. Well, he sucks. just gets punched, and yeah, he, he tells gets, him he he knows he won't hurt him only because of C. Right. C is what's keeping his dad alive, so right. he knows I'm not gonna fuck with them. But at the same time, there's those moments like the wife, where she's like, like she's telling him, "Hey, that that's a lot of money." Like we, you keep it like, no, this is, I know what this money is. It's dirty. I'm gonna right. take it back, and she's like upset. Like, come on, come on, please, and she's like, fuck, like. Dude, she even like, she even rose up the window to yell yell his name out, saying, "You know, hey, you know." Yeah, don't. and then because it for him, it's like how did he even tell you that? How it make you feel like that? My my son has a bigger a bigger bank account than me. Yeah. has more money yeah. than me. Like for him, he's like that's what he says. It's like the real the real person is the working man. Right. It's like. Someone that's gonna go do that. He's like, you, you tell me. Like, have them try to spend a day working. Like, they're not gonna hack it because they don't know what work is. They do exactly. all this shit, and yeah. that's why all these values that he tries. I don't know. It all in all, it's a good fucking movie. It's a, it's a good father style, father son movie too, and it's a great mob film. There's so many like genres in this movie, and there's even a love story. You know, it's like it's a all in all, it's a good movie. Robert De Niro only directed two movies, and this was his first time directing. It's like I don't know why he didn't do more. But dude, this no, good. this is like fine wine, dude. Even though I don't drink wine, but you know, <laughs> I used to, but not anymore. Um, <laughs> this movie, bro, it's like I haven't watched this in a while, and it was nice to watch it again. You know, yeah. So enjoy it. I'm glad we were able to revisit this one. So yeah, yeah I, I nailed it on this one, right? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Okay. So you want you want to tell what we're doing? It's a, a it's a whole one eighty. But you want? Oh yeah, we're totally one eighty. We're gonna go from classy being respectful to your father to hey, let's get high, dude. <laughs> let's get that's fired a, up. Seriously, that's a full one eighty. <laughs> totally one eighty. So the movie that we're doing next, it's about marijuana. It's about getting highs. And it's just about two guys getting high in the day. What happens? And what's two in guys? The- no, it's like a group no. of them. It's like four oh, guys. Oh yeah. Four guys. Sorry, bro. See, I, I'm so high. Well, one about. one is in jail, and then one's in jail. Three, but so it, yeah, it's a it's such a great late '90s movie for me. Totally. It's, it, it reminds it's hilarious, me. and it's one of my favorite comedians in there too. Who's yeah, uh, fucking uh, Chappelle. Yeah. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for that. 
So uh, before did, we go, did, but did oh, I even no. did I even say the name of it? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. What is it? Up in smoke? Yeah. No. No, half baked. <laughs> <laughs> Up in smoke. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good which one we've done no. that episode, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. So go check it out. Plug, plug for our show. Está ahí abajo. Ahí viene ahí abajo y ahí está abajo el del smoking. Pero este se llama. This one's All called. Right. Uh, yeah, what was it called? Again? Half baked. Half baked. Goddamn baked. Yeah, he is. He's been smoking yeah. joints the whole time. <laughs> all right ladies hey, my and gentlemen audience. before we Sorry. go uh i want to give you a song of the week and this song of the week is i'm going back to the the year 1993 this album was released it's one of my you know favorite albums from the 90s it's also a band that i i was like in love with during my high school days junior high because they're such a 90s band for me and the band that i'm giving you this week is the smashing pumpkins and their album, Siamese Dream. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this album was an amazing fucking album. Uh, the first time I honestly heard this, I was like really sick. It was one of those sicknesses where like you had to be laying down because the moment you got up, your head and everything was just like, Ugh. so I remember just laying in, in the living room. I was laying down because I just felt that was the only way I felt okay was laying down. My, my older brother, he had just bought this CD. He's listening to it. And at one point, I don't know why he did it. Maybe he was trying to be funny, but he gets the earphones, the big fat earphones, and he puts them on my head. He's like, here, listen to this. And he puts it on my head. And I remember hearing it. And I was like, oh, I like the way this sounds, you know? And after that, like, that was my first exposure to the pumpkins. And I, I ended up falling in love with them. You know, the next album, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, it was just a lot of, a lot of joy. So the song that I want to give you is honestly my favorite song from this album. And it's called Manny's. Mayonnaise is the one I'm going with, ladies and gentlemen, because it's it's just a fucking great one. Um, for the video, I'm probably actually going to give you the acoustic version of Mayonnaise because they have such a good video from uh, the little cool CD thing that they are uh, VHS Euphoria. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I love the pumpkin. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's a song of the week for this week. All right, man. Well, we had fun here talking about fucking driving a bus as a working man, you know. Yeah. working hard just to, and oh real quick that scene i've had that moment recently with my kid who we we i mean i felt like we've done that because it's like if he doesn't eat something or whatever like me and my like i've had that where it's like i this isn't free like i have to work hard for this like like what you what we have here is not and that's what was the steak you know, steak again he's like do you know how many times oh i have God. to drive this bus back and forth exactly. for us to have steak at exactly. least once See, we see it as in the working man, like for the kids, it's like, I don't want this, but it's like, and I know I, I, I recently said something like that to my kids. Like, it's like, that's a waste. Like you're, you're, you're wasting it. It's like, this isn't free. Like for you, you think it's free for us. Like I'm having to work like your mom and me, like we're, we're working so that we could be able to buy this. And, and if you're just wait, like, you know, so it's like, when I saw that scene, Again, I was like, I saw yeah. it in a different light this time. I was like, Oh, totally! Oh, now I've like, had that father moment. <laughs> you should, you should record, you should record that and have, have your sons watch it, right? <laughs> so you so, get yeah. to like, oh, okay. But yeah, but we've had fun, you know, playing some craps game, you know, going to bet on the horses with Mush. What was his name? Mush, yeah, because he turns everything to Mush, and then getting shot in the head while trying to say hi to my friends. But I think it's time we hop in our DeLorean and travel back to the future.
has been a Brothers Bear Network production.